Welcome to Retire Simply, a show designed to take the fear out of retirement unknown and replace it with joy, freedom, and confidence. Your hosts are Scott and Angela Winstead, a husband and wife duo who share their industry knowledge in a fun and casual way to help steer you in the direction of your retirement goals and dreams. Having worked with hundreds of families in the area over the last decade, they've learned some common themes that are standing in the way of people having the retirement they imagine. Join them as they give you tips and tools to navigate the world of retirement, to make it uncomplicated and simple. This is Retire Simply. Hey there, welcome back. Scott and Angela Winstead here. Hi guys. And we're back to uh, with you bringing um, the second episode of our three-part series regarding all things taxes uh, regarding your retirement. And today we're going to be talking about actual tax strategy. So we talked about uh, laying the foundation on how uh, tax diversification works. So today we want to give you some tips, some strategies, some things you can put into your retirement plan to take advantage of saving um, taxes year in and year out. I'd like to ask you a question. If you were a farmer, would you rather pay taxes on the seed or the harvest? Now, most of you that are listening aren't farmers, so what does it matter? Well, I think that retirement planning can be a lot like farming, and when you pay taxes can have a big impact on your bottom line. As many of you know, I come from the Midwest. Most of my family is in either North Dakota or Minnesota, and farming's big up there. I had one grandfather that made his living by farming and my other grandfather sold seeds. So when I'm thinking about tax-free versus taxable, it reminds me a lot of farming. And this is what I mean. When you put money into a 401k or or an IRA, we know that we're not taxed on the contribution. The money that we put in is what I like to look at like the seed. The money grows without you having to pay taxes, but you pay taxes on the seed and the growth when you take the money out. We call that the harvest. In other words, would you prefer to buy your seed in the spring and not have to pay any tax at that time and then pay tax on your entire harvest in the fall? Or would you rather pay tax on the seed and enjoy your harvest tax-free? Yeah, so I think that's a really good point, right? Um, you know, there's a common misconception out there, right, Angela, that, hey, I work, I have a high salary, and then when I retire, I'll be in a much lower tax bracket in retirement. Yes, that's what most people think. Yeah, most people believe that. And so that line of thinking prompts them to want to defer the taxes now, right? Yeah. Get the short-term gratification of not paying those taxes. Exactly. Put the money in a tax-deferred account, that IRA, that 401k, 403b if you're a teacher. And then, hey, I'll just pay the tax when I take it out when I will be in a lower tax bracket. And I think the biggest misconception for most people out there, now this isn't true across the board, it may not be true for you listening, but for most people out there, even though their income is less in retirement, they actually might not be in a lower tax bracket. And why is that? Well, our tax code in this country has really large brackets, meaning that you could almost make, you know, uh, 
as an example, $75,000 of income all the way up to $150,000 of income. And even though your income might be double, right? 75 to 150, that's actually could be the same bracket. So it's not necessarily true that just because your income might drop somewhat significantly, you might be in a lower tax bracket. So I think that leads into, right? Do we pay tax on the seed versus the harvest? Exactly. But you know what? I want a lot of people that are listening are probably thinking, oh, this is great information, um, but I've already saved a bunch of money um, in a tax deferred account like my 401k or my IRA. Is there anything we can do about that if they're already in that position? Yeah, it's a great, great question. So what you want to be looking at is being able to take advantage of your tax bracket. And here's what I mean by that. If your tax bracket, let's say as an example, uh, goes from $75,000 on the low end up to $150,000, and let's just say that you pay 22% tax in that bracket, okay? If you believe, like many people do, that taxes are going to be higher in the future than they are today, and your income, let's say in my example, is $100,000, well, if that bracket goes all the way up to one fifty. dollars how much extra do we have left in that bracket? Sounds like about $50,000 to me. That's right. See how I teeter up for that? All right. <laughs> Easy math, right? So $50,000. But what I see a lot of folks and what we see at Compass uh, when we're planning retirement for a lot of folks is that they leave a lot of tax, what we call meat on the bone. Meaning, hey, my income's 100000 I could have made one hundred and fifty and still paid 22%. So what we want to make sure we're doing is taking out as much income as we can up to that limit if we believe taxes will be higher in the future and then getting that to a tax-free account which we talked about in our last episode and if you haven't heard that uh, you can click on uh, our retiresimplypodcast.com webpage and uh, listen to that but it lists out the different tax-free accounts that are available to you but what we want to make sure is that we get to a tax-free place because as we mentioned you know last week our money grows tax-free we take it out tax-free, we pass it on tax-free. Now, doesn't that sound nice? It sounds very yeah, nice. Yeah, it's like where we want to be for everything, right? So I would encourage you and we would encourage you to look at your income, look at your uh, tax-free accounts that you have set up, and then also look at your tax bracket and start to figure out, is there any meat left on the bone that you can move money into the tax-free account? Now, I do want to uh, preface this a little bit that unless you are just really skilled at moving money around and, and you're comfortable with this, we don't probably, right, Angela, suggest people, uh, uh, you know, doing this all on their own, right? Absolutely not. And the way that I look at, at that is nobody, absolutely nobody wants to go to their mailbox and get something out of there from the IRS unless it's a check and they know it. So you do not want to get yourself in that position of having a huge tax bill and not not being prepared for it. Yeah. So we would advise you or, or recommend to possibly get with your accountant, get with a, uh, a planner, uh, but someone that has experience doing this. OK, um, because there are other things you need to take into consideration, for instance, mm -hmm. If you show more income on your tax return because you take money out of your IRA or your 401k, we have to report that as income. Yep. We pay income tax on that. Well, what happens typically uh, to our Social Security 
taxation, the more income we show on our tax return. They increase our taxation, which means we get less Social Security every month. That's right. So we, there's thresholds for that that you want to be aware of. Secondarily, the more income we show on our tax return, what do they do to our Medicare premiums? That goes up too. That's right. So it could be a situation where you might take too much. And even though you're doing a good thing on one hand, you could be negatively affecting other parts of your retirement. So it's important that before you just start making these decisions, you get a very big picture holistic look at your overall plan, your overall tax strategy to make sure it's going to fit in line with everything else you have going on. Yeah, I always like to look at it like a puzzle, right? Everything about our retirement is its own puzzle piece, and we have to make sure it's in the right place, because if we get one of them in the wrong position, the whole thing can be off. Absolutely. And so, you know, we believe at Compass wholeheartedly that taxes are on sale right now. We believe they're the lowest um, that they're going to be uh, in our lifetime and moving forward. Uh, We went into the reasoning for that last week a little bit. But as you look at it, we want to make sure that you have the ability to pay tax now at a lower rate if you choose to and and make sure that you get it to a tax-free account. Again, once that money's in a tax-free account, the Roth IRA, the permanent life insurance, okay, it allows you to take money out tax-free, pass it on tax-free, and have it grow tax-free. So all three of those things are great for us, right? Absolutely. That's the name of the game in retirement. We want as much tax-free income as we can possibly have. Yeah. The other nice thing I don't want to just glaze over is a little bit of the um, tax-free inheriting of the money. So not only are these strategies good for you and, and, and your family while you're alive, but whoever inherits this money later on will definitely thank you um, that you made these decisions to, to pay tax now versus later. And if, if you're listening, like most folks that they tell us, Hey, we're not trying to make the kids and the grandkids Rockefellers over here. We're not trying to leave them a bunch of money, but it would be nice, right? If we could leave them what we call the leftovers. leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever's left over, we hope we want the kids to split or the grandkids to split and all that. So making sure that they are inheriting that money in the most tax efficient manner is important because it only takes a little bit of thoughtful planning on our end and on your end to make sure that happens. So if we can have you benefit from it, have your future generations benefit from it, well, then it's all the better. Yes, and absolutely. One point I just want to reiterate is if, again, if you've already saved a bunch of money in pre-tax um, accounts like the I, the traditional IRA or the 403B, do not feel like it's this opportunity is lost. Um, even though you have more seeds now, we could possibly help you pay some taxes on the seeds so that as your money grows, you won't owe any tax on that growth. And... Um, You know, I think a lot of people will say, you know, Angela, I wish I would have planted those seeds 20 years ago, but there's no better time 20 years ago except for today. That's right. So we we have a saying when you come visit us at Compass that we are where we are and we don't look back. and we make the best decisions moving forward. So I think that's a great point, right? Um, The ship has not sailed. 
taxes are on sale regardless of where you're at in terms of your income, regardless of where you're at in terms of your age. Uh, it's not true 100% for everyone, but it is true for a lot of folks and you might be one of them. It's definitely worth looking at. So the the best thing to do is get a, a, a set of eyes on there that has experience looking at this. And one of two things will come out of that. Either that person or that team's gonna look at it and tell you, hey, you're, you're maximizing your tax plan. You're saving everything you can save. Don't change a thing. Or they're going to show you a few ideas and some ways to lower it, right? Both of those are really good outcomes. Yes. And you know, one thing I want to point out a lot when people are thinking about taxes and saving on their taxes, a lot of people think I want to save taxes this year. The way that we look at it differently in retirement is we're not only looking at your taxes this year, we're looking at your taxes from now to the rest of your life. So it might be a different strategy than you may have thought of. Absolutely. So um, as we wrap up here, I think the main takeaway is, would we rather pay tax on the seed today versus the harvest later? And making sure that we have a really good understanding of what our income is, where our tax bracket is. And then can we get money from our taxable accounts to our tax-free accounts while keeping in mind the way it could impact other areas of your retirement? Yep, such as Social Security and and Medicare Medicare. and things like that. Absolutely. Uh, To wrap up our three-part series, next week we're going to be talking about two big pieces of legislation uh, that got passed. And we'll be digging into those a little bit deeper because there are some rules that have changed. But we appreciate you joining us today. We'll see you all next time. Take care. So listen, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you have a question, now's your chance. You can scroll down under the episode and you'll see this week's offer. It's really a link to my calendar for a 15-minute introductory call. Click on schedule your call and it'll take you right to my calendar. I look forward to chatting with you soon. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And if you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to RetireSimplyPodcast.com. That's RetireSimplyPodcast.com. If you learned something new today about retirement, feel free to share this episode with some friends. We're here to help. Tune in next week as we talk about two big legislative tax changes that could affect your retirement. And remember... Anyone can save money, and just as easily, anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. Set up your 15-minute call to get your plan started today. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement, Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only.
It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.